Section 5 of Journal of the Reverend Francis Asbury, Volume 3. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Brian Keenan. Monday 9. At Pelham's we had many people, to whom M. Snethen spoke upon Matthew 5, 8. We lodged at Captain Blackman's. Tuesday 10. N. Snethen spoke at Coldwater on Matthew 11, 28-29, and next day at Oliver's Chapel again upon Psalm 85, 8. I followed with a few words upon 1 John 1, 6-7. We lodged at Stinchcombs. Here I found Maryland people who heard me when children. Thursday 12. We came to Redwines. Here some have been awakened amongst the Methodists, and have joined the Baptists. Thus we have labored, and others reap the fruit. Friday 13. At Carroll's Meeting House, Anne Snethen preached from Titus 2, 14. I spoke from Acts 20, 16-18. We have had large, lively meetings. We lodged at Mr. Allen's. Here Anne Snethen left me to go and spend five or six weeks in Augusta, at the desire of the citizens. He can be better spared now, as we are near the frontiers, and the congregations are small, and Brother Blanton is with me. Saturday 14. We came to Park's Meeting House. Brother Blanton spoke on John 12:35. My subject was Hebrews 6, 11, 12. We have traveled about 100 miles since our entrance into Georgia, passing through parts of Richmond, Columbia, Lincoln, Elbert, and Franklin counties. The evenings and mornings have been cold. The people, however, are extremely kind. I have experienced great sensible enjoyment of God. Our cabins are courts when Jesus is there. In my ministry I have been greatly assisted, but unless I am more temperate in my talk, in tone, and time, I shall not be able to manage more than every other day. In a serious conference with Bishop Watcote, Ann Snethen, Lyle, Hutchinson, and myself, it plainly appeared that the best way in future would be to meet at the Virginia Conference, and thence continue together to the New York Conference, after which one might go to the east, and the other to the western conference. The bishop who went east would then visit the eastern states and the lake country, and thence onward to Pittsburgh and the Virginia districts. The bishop who goeth west will visit over the Blue Ridge, Holston, Kentucky, Tennessee, Georgia, South and North Carolina, to the conferences in the center of the work, where both will meet again. In this we all agreed. It was also determined that each bishop should always have an elder as a traveling companion. Sabbath 15 I spoke on Psalm 147, 2-4. Brother Blanton spoke upon Redeeming the Time. We lodged at Henry Parks. Several persons of the Presbyterian Society upon hearing read Mr. Hodges's letter to me, communed with us. Monday 16. We rode to George Christian's. 
Here we made a stand at an Ephrata in the woods, where the logs were laid for a meeting-house. My subject was Psalm 145, 18-20. On Tuesday my foundation was laid upon Zechariah 12:10. It was the voice of the Lord Jesus. First, how he was pierced by the house of David, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem. How he is now pierced by open sinners, formal and false professors, and backsliders. Second, the effects of the outpouring of the Spirit, prayers and sorrows. We lodged at Mr. Walker's, formerly a Presbyterian. His father wishes a more intimate acquaintance with the Methodists, whom he has now heard for the first time. We could not finish our meeting in the woods the second day, being prevented by a storm of wind and rain. Wednesday 18. We rode with haste into Jackson, a proper frontier county. We halted at Professor Horton's. I was very unwell, but spoke, after Brother Blanton, upon Luke 4, 18-19. The house and yard held the people. In returning from an upper room, whither I had retired, being slipshod, I lost my feet, and went from step to step, until the turn stopped me. My back suffered in my fall. Thursday 19. We found at Tidwell's a very open house in the woods. I spoke from Acts 3, 26. At Freeman's next day, we had another open house lately put up, where Brother Blanton held forth upon The whole head is sick, and the whole heart faint. My subject was Isaiah 35, 3-6. We started hungry and cold, crossing at Malone's Mill, a branch of Oakeny, and came to Henry Pope's in Oglethorpe. We have ridden about eighty miles this week of short and cold days. Why should a living man complain? But to be three months together upon the frontiers, where generally you have but one room and fireplace, and half a dozen folks about you, strangers perhaps, and their family certainly, and they are not usually small in these plentiful new countries, making a crowd. And this is not all, for here you may meditate if you can, and here you must preach, read, write, pray, sing, talk, eat, drink, and sleep or fly into the woods. Well, I have pains in my body, particularly my hip, which are very afflictive when I ride. But I cheer myself as well as I may with songs in the night, with Wesley's, Watts's, and Stennett's Sight of Canaan, in four hymns. In this country are seen evident traces of a great population, which has some time existed before the present discoverers and settlers of America. Saturday 21 Quarterly meeting was held at Pope's Meeting House. We had some rain. My text was Matthew eleven twenty-eight through 30 It was an open time. We lodged at Henry Pope's. Hope Hull came in dripping in the evening to meet the Lord and his brethren. Sunday 22. We had about 1,000 people to hear. I came forward again upon Titus 2, 15. 
Hope Hull and Stith Mead held forth after me. It was an open season. I baptized some adults and infants. Monday, 23. We went forward to the Widow Stewart's, upon the branches of Little River, in Oglethorpe County. We had a cold day, but a blessed meeting which held eight hours. Several were converted, and a society was formed, consisting of fifteen souls. I lodged at General John Stewart's. Tuesday, 24. We had a long ride on a cold day, and arrived at an open house. My subject was, He that saith he abideth in him, ought himself also so to walk, even as he walked. Our meeting continued three hours, and four souls professed converting grace. I have ridden thirty miles today to Wyatt's, hungry and cold. We frequently breakfast at seven o'clock, and dine at six o'clock in the evening. Wednesday, 25. At Liberty, I spoke on Matthew 5, 8. I lodged with Joshua Moore. In this family I have served three generations, in Delaware and in Georgia. In Liberty there is life. Many souls have been brought to God, even children. Thursday, 26. My subject at Butler's was Revelations 22, 14. A cold day, this. At Chestnut Level, a beautiful spot, we housed with Mr. Bush. This is an agreeable family, for whom God has worked, and will yet work. Friday 27 We came to a new house in Warren County, called Rehoboth, built by the zeal of brothers Fontaine and Randall. I felt enlargement upon 1 Peter 5, 7. Saturday 28. At Heath's I spoke from Psalm 126, 5, 6. We had an open time. In our crowded house were many brethren and sisters from far. The power of God was present at our night meeting. Georgia promises something great, under the presidentship of Stith Mead, as does also Maryland, West, under that of Wilson Lee. It is of great consequence to have men in the spirit of the work, as president elders of districts. Sunday 29 I spoke in the woods at a small distance from the chapel, which the society held in possession. Their love feast began at nine o'clock, and held until three o'clock. Eight souls are believed to have found peace with God, among whom was a little daughter of Mr. Bush's, about nine years of age. My subject was Isaiah 62, 6, 7. I was often interrupted by singing and shouting. I was comfortably provided with lodging at the house of Lawyer Stiths, whither I had been affectionately invited. May my friends find grace here and glory hereafter. Monday 30. I called, after fervent and frequent application, upon Mr. Noseworthy. He was once in the possession of religion, and in the exercise of the ministry. But changes and worldly prosperity have wrought an unfavorable change upon him. When in distress, he calleth upon God, 
and wisheth to have the prayers of the servants of God. Lord, save him and his family. We found Smyrna Meeting House deserted, by removals to other neighborhoods. But I had an open season upon 1 Corinthians 6, 2. I lodged with James Thwitt. Tuesday, December 1. At Sparta, after various exercises of mind, I fixed upon Second Peter 3, 17, 18. Here I saw several acquaintances from Virginia, Jaredites from Dinwiddie County, amongst whom I was kindly entertained at the house of Mr. Lucas. Whilst I was reading Mr. Engreedy's letter, a Presbyterian Methodist woman shouted, and warned the Spartans to flee from the wrath to come. I lodged with Henry Moss, an old disciple from Virginia. Wednesday 2. At Hawthorne's, many attended. My subject was Titus 2, 11, 12. We came to Henry Harris's that night. Thursday 3. At Harris's meeting house, I spoke from Psalm 146, 5 through 9. Friday 4. At New Chapel, Williams's Swamp, my groundwork was John 3, 16. We were indebted for lodging to D. Davis. Next day we went onward to New Hope to hold our quarterly meeting. At the close of the week I feel that I fail. The heat of the weather and the want of water, good water, I presume to be the cause. We had a noise and a shaking under Brother Meade's preaching, but I was unwell and dispirited. We have been traveling in Hancock and Washington counties, and have made about ninety miles this week. I lodged at Richard Burney's. He has a wife and ten living children, the mother of whom appears to be as active as any of the family. Our love feast began at nine o'clock, and held until three o'clock in the afternoon. Notwithstanding the wind was at northwest, myself and the congregation had to seek an open place in the woods. My improvement was upon Matthew 11, 5, 6. Three souls professed to be converted. They were baptized and joined the society. I lodged at Jesse Jordan's. Monday 7. We came to Father Brett's. Tuesday 8. We crossed the stream of Williamson Swamp, the Central Stream, and Rocky Comfort. These three streams are the principal branches of the Ogeechee, and make their junction near the seat of government. I preached in the State House. It was an easterly, cold, damp day. My subject was 2 Corinthians 5, 19-20. I dined with Dr. Powell, and housed for the night with Colonel John Lewis. Wednesday night. I preached to a few people in a solitary place amongst the pines, on Luke eleven thirteen. We dined at Mr. Pollitt's and came on to Colonel Johnson's. Thursday 10. We came to Cox's Meeting House in Burke County. It was an open house, a cold day, and a cold people in the fullest sense of the word. We came on across Briar and Emveen's Creek, to the widow Brax. 
here I preached a funeral discourse on the occasion of the death of her late husband. My subject was 1 Corinthians 15, 56, 57. Saturday 12. We came to Augusta, and arrived whilst N. Snethen was preaching. Riding in the cold and writing in the night have occasioned a weakness in my eye. Sabbath 13. Ordaining brothers Joshua Moore and Gilmore to the office of deacons, and assisting at the sacrament, made all my labors for this day. We had an excellent discourse from N. Snethen on Revelations 2, 4, 5. The Lord hath made windows in heaven, and he can do it again, and souls may be converted in Augusta. Here I leave the state of Georgia. South Carolina, Monday, 14. I found Weatherly Meeting House much neater than I expected. My subject here was 2 Corinthians 4, 14. For the love of Christ constraineth us. I know not what beside should move a Christian minister to travel and labor in this country. Tuesday 15. Through the rain to Chester's. Next day to Trotter's, where we had damp weather, an open house, and few people. I lodged at Mr. Trotter's. Thursday 17. At Jacob Bar's, upon Edisto, I spoke from 2 Timothy 4, 7, 8. Few people. In Georgia I groaned, being burdened. But my congregations were considerably larger, my rides shorter, and the people abundantly more feeling and fervent than they are here. I have ridden eighty sand hill miles. The weather is very changeable. I feel my old age and infirmities. My eyes and feet are feeble. But, glory to God, I have strong faith for myself and for the prosperity of Zion. Glory, glory, glory to God. Amen. Saturday 19. At Cattle Creek, my text was Hebrews 6, 11, 12. After speaking, I read the letter's narrative of the work of God. I lodged at Sebastian Fanchess's, and was entertained like a president. Sabbath 20. I attended Love Feast and Sacrament, and preached on Matthew 11, 28-30. The people were very still. A few tears were the only signs of feeling which we saw. I lodged with Thomas Simpson. Monday 21. At the Indian Fields, I spoke from Hebrews 10.38. The preachers attended with me, and bore their parts in the religious exercises of the meeting. Tuesday 22. We rode in a damp morning to the Cypress, within thirty miles of Charleston. I spoke here on 2 Corinthians 6, 1, 2. I felt some opening. Next day I returned to John Moore's, and gave a discourse on Hebrews 2, 3. Thursday 24. The Four Holes is a name given to a river because there are four sinks, or holes, upon the banks. Here at the White Meeting House, I preached on 2 Peter 3, 18, But grow in grace. 
1. We should have grace planted or sown in our souls. 2. Grow in the habits and exercises of grace. 3. Rules by which we should grow in grace. 4. By what rules we may judge of our growth in grace. I lodged at Jacob Datzler's. The Four Holes and Wasmasaw are about eighty miles long, the former the north, the latter the central branch of the Edisto River. This settlement was originally peopled by the Dutch Presbyterians. They have declined in language and in religion. The last is reviving in the present rising generation, many of whom have joined the Methodists. Saturday 26 we came to Weststone's Meeting House to hold our quarterly meeting. Many people attended at noon and at night. I have made a proper visit through Edisto, which I had not before done. I find the truth of an observation made by dear John Wesley to Dr. Cope upon his going to Nova Scotia. The doctor said he did not think highly of the place. That is because you have never been there, replied Wesley. When you are there, you will think and feel for the people. I have now ridden about 1,700 miles upon this tour. I have had close communion with God, and enlargement in preaching the word of life to saints, seekers, and sinners. Sabbath 27 Sylvester Hutchinson preached, I only exhorted. As we had seven preachers present who were on their way to conference, we employed the day and the night in the work. On Monday we crossed the Congaree at Hart's Ferry and came to Pickering's, and next day continued on to Camden, crossing Watery at English Ferry. Parts of our route led over deep sands, and all through was barren. I wrote answers to letters. Friday, January 1, 1802. We opened conference. I gave a discourse upon Isaiah 66, 1 through 3. We conducted our business in great peace, and upon the Sabbath day were ready for the ordination of seven elders and seven deacons. The members of our conference, with a few others, made up our congregations, to whom we preached at noon and at night each day. And Snethan spoke on, Many shall run to and fro, and knowledge shall be increased. And also on the hidden leaven. Our finances were low. The married and the single preachers were paid up, but there was no surplus for the children. On Tuesday the 5th, we concluded our labors in the greatest harmony. It was thought best to divide South Carolina into two districts, one called Saluda, the other Camden. They were placed under the president eldership of two natives of the state, James Jenkins and George Doherty. Wednesday 6. We rode through heavy damps and dews, twenty miles, to James Rembert's. Thursday 7. We made a heavy stretch to Poudre Swamp, but there was no admittance for us at a certain house which shall be nameless. We were as kindly entertained as heart could wish at Mr. Lessons. I believe the providence of God led us hither, 
that preaching might be brought to, and a society formed at this house. Friday 8. We had rain, and came dripping by King's Tree, and by the lower bridge upon Black River. We were made comfortable and very welcome at Mr. Miller's. Saturday 9. We reached Georgetown. I shall put our pleasures and our pains in a small compass. We were but four days riding 120 miles. The weather is like April. I have now made 1,900 miles. My soul hath been surprisingly stayed upon and devoted to Jehovah. What South Carolina was, as to Methodism, when I came first to Georgetown, I know, and what it is now, I know. But what may it be thirty years hence? Sabbath 10 At Georgetown, N. Snethen spoke upon Philippians 2, 1, 2. In the afternoon, I spoke upon Galatians 6, 9. At night, N. Snethen again held forth upon, Oh, that they were wise, etc. Monday 11. We took the path, dined on the fare we brought with us, and lodged with Mr. Rogers in Kingston, having made the distance forty-two miles by going somewhat out of the way. Tuesday 12. We had between forty and fifty people to hear us in an open house. We lodged at Mr. Wilson's. Next day we crossed Waccamaw at Kingston, came on to Little River, fed at M. Hankins, and reached Abraham Bessett's, where we housed for the night. North Carolina, Thursday, 14. N. Snethen came forward in the name of his master. I followed upon, Consider him that endured such contradiction of sinners against himself, lest you be wearied and faint in your minds. After preaching, we rode on to the house of my once dear friend William Gowes, Sr., but death had stolen a march upon me. The body of my friend was in the dust. His soul is, I hope and trust, with God. Friday 15. I visited Old Ocean. Upon my return, I made out a plan for fourteen months' traveling. Saturday 16. We attended a meeting at Charlotteville Meeting House. And Snethen spoke upon faith, hope, and charity. I followed on, Let us come, therefore, boldly to the throne of grace. We have ridden a solitary, sandy way, about a hundred and ten miles, and in three meetings there were not many more than one hundred souls. O Lord, can these dry bones live? I have been kept in a dependent, praying state of soul. We have the most delightful weather, kind friends, and good entertainment for man and beast. I trust the seed sown in the hearts of some will live and grow to the glory of God, and the good of generations to come to the end of time. I have now filled up two thousand miles of the three thousand I had calculated to be the distance from and back again to Philadelphia. Hitherto I have been mightily helped. Glory! Glory, glory to the eternal trinity in eternal unity. We lodged at John Gauss's. 
Our host is a local minister, and, I trust, a dear child of God. I hope he never may entail the system of slaveholding upon his posterity. Sabbath 17 At Lockwood's Folly Meeting House, Anne Nethan spoke upon a portion of Psalm 119. I followed from the Epistle General of John 3, 1, 2. It was an exceedingly cold day, and few people. As there were some difficulties in our way, we came off to Town Creek, and housed with Charles Gowes. We made our Sabbath day's journey thirty miles, and yet had time to dine in the woods. Monday 18 Hearing of an appointment for the circuit preachers, we would not lose time, but rode down to New Hope. We both spoke, and then went on to Rolkes's, where we lodged for the night. Tuesday 19. Could we have crossed the creek to Edward Sullivan's, we should have saved ourselves a ride of seven miles round it. And Snethen went forward upon, Take heed, and beware of covetousness. After him I followed with a warning voice. Wherefore the Holy Ghost saith, Today, if ye will hear his voice, harden not your hearts. End of section 5 Recording by Brian Keenan